Welcome to the Live Your Bloom podcast, where I interview people involved with their ongoing journey to blooming and fulfillment. This week's guest, Dr. Andrea Kanna, has developed innovative personal and group instruction to transform the lives of her clients. And one of her key specialties focuses on emotional intelligence for teens and adults. I confess, I was not really sure what that meant. And so I'm looking forward to getting right into it. Welcome, Andrea. Thank you so much for having me. Oh, my pleasure. And I just want our listeners to know that I am in New Jersey and you are in Trinidad and Tobago. That's in the Caribbean. And we have the same time. So that makes it quite easy for us to get together. So I'm going to ask you about your program, the goal of your programs and the services that you offer. Okay. So my aim or intention is to empower individuals. So I work especially with teens, but I do work with companies and adults. And in this particular instance, we're doing emotional intelligence because we see a lot of things happening now where people are overreacting. I want people to know that emotions are okay. It's natural, but it's about managing the emotions. And you're never too young or old to start learning how to manage your emotions. Mm. You know, when I was a teacher in the kindergarten and pre-K, that was one of the first musical lessons we did was to identify all the emotions that kids would feel and let them know it was okay to feel it. And so oh, I find it interesting that the same thing applies now that carries through to teens and adults. And you see, like research shows that the IQ is improving. Over the years, you have an increase in IQ, but EQ is declining. And EQ so is emotional, the emotional, yeah. emotional quotient for emotional yeah. intelligence. Yeah. yeah. And why do you think that is? Well, in terms of technology, you know, things are like doubling, tripling every 18 months and people are learning faster. So my nephews and nieces are learning things that I did in university in high school. You know, so learning is just intensified. But because of it, in terms of seeing your worth as how much you know, Little time is taken for the person, that human being, in terms of developing the person, the emotions of that person. I'm just going to deviate for a quick second. And I see our leaders of the world exhibit extreme emotions as well. Do you think that has a negative effect on the youth, the teenagers? I think it's like yes and no, in that you want people to understand that you could express yourself. but it doesn't have to hurt someone else in expressing yourself. Yeah. So you want assertive expression. Yeah. So they show us a range of expressions. So that's a good thing that we see the range, but not necessarily in the right context. Yeah. Yeah. So what are some of the areas that you have covered in your group coaching? I look at things like group setting, assertiveness, resilience, confidence, study skills, and anything that really is about that person going to their next level. And that's what coaching is about, really, about taking an individual towards her, his or her dreams and desires. I have attended, and you know I have attended a number of your webinars, and mm -hmm. I've always been impressed that there are a lot of teens that attend, and you give them workbooks, and you get them to discuss and share. And I've always been impressed with how you interact with them, particularly one time you did one on fear. 
Remember that? Right. We dance up here in real. Those yeah. questions were coming, boy. They were, you know, because that's such a, a common topic for teens to express. But actually, mm -hmm. the adults, like I told you, I've always gotten something out of your webinars, always. So tell me something. What is the difference of coaching and therapy? So therapy is about dealing with a disorder, something like probably like a trauma or not that you experience. You know, counseling would help. With coaching, we don't deal with disorders. We take you to the next level. So that you're encouraged to do coaching along with your therapy. Coaching, you might have, I have a cat. Oh, See that, no. right? Yes. I'm, I'm laughing right now because <laughs> I think it's so funny, but I see what, I see what's going Miss on. Seal. Yeah. I know. Yeah. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> yeah. So in terms of coaching, it's not about getting rid of this disorder, but helping you work with it to go to the next level. What do you think is an ideal number for a group coaching project? In terms of weekly group coaching sessions, probably like 10 and less. So you could have different things, but like 10 and less would be ideal for that individual attention, being able to discuss, being yeah. able to ask questions. But I have seen people make more numbers work. So I wouldn't say that it's the only way that it could work. But mm. that's what it was to be. And so what type of results do you expect from your participants? So I've heard people actually comment on the teens, not just the teens themselves, in terms of confidence and behaviors that they don't normally do. So someone who is very shy, willing to just go up to someone and say hello. You know, the parents are amazed at the sort of results that they see. The students will tell you that they were there like that all the time. So, you know, they haven't changed. But their yeah. teachers, their parents say that they act like leaders. So the mm -hmm. confidence is up, the assertiveness, you know, and they're able to just have conversations that they couldn't have. Yeah. You know, we, we've been in groups together before, and I have observed that some people who have issues, like what you're talking about, who could be in their 50s, 60s, 70s, much older, will say, I felt like this when I was young. Mm -hmm. I felt like this as a teen. I felt like this as a 10-year-old. And they start going back and remembering. And boy, that's a long time to carry that around, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. You know? And, yeah. And in coaching, we might discover it. We would talk about it, but then you might encourage you to go to therapy if it's something that really has you stuck. Yeah, really yeah. has you stuck. Yeah, where you can't really move forward because, right. you know, I was going to ask you something. I know that you wrote a book for children. You want to tell us about that book? Because I remember that. Yeah, it's, it's about my cat. Well, she's the main character, Milky Wilkie. <laughs> so it's a coaching book as well eh? in terms of like self-development for children. It looks at the idea of learning new things, sharing time with your friends, self-care. Mm. So little stories on scenarios that could impact, let's say, from eight years old to adults, right? I thought that was fantastic to deal with those topics with children so young in such an appealing way. And I do remember the book was quite beautiful because of that. You love that emerald green color <laughs> that was featured. Yes, yeah. yes. Yeah. Yeah. So tell me, like, these areas, why are these topics so important? You spoke of doing workshops in uh, resiliency, assertiveness mm -hmm. training. Why are they important? I read about what is happening in the world. I ask 
the teens at like a webinar, like what are other topics they want to hear about. I speak to teachers in terms of some problems they encounter in their classroom. So the topics that I use are usually like hot topics, things that people experiencing, things that could help them with something that they're experiencing. So they might never say, I need emotional intelligence. But then you see fights in schools. So, you know, there are ways to kind of figure mm -hmm. out what might be the next best topic to mm -hmm. offer. Yeah. You know, sometimes people are, that's why I said, I'm not really sure what that means. Although mm -hmm. as a songwriter, I did write a song once said, let me think, my emotional IQ is finally balanced and strong. So I used it, but I'm not sure I fully understood what it was. But that song was called Stirred Not Shaken, which was about being older and being in a good place. And I love the title of your website. You call it Youth Living Courageously. How did you come um, up with that? That's powerful. From the book, actually, in terms of the courageous life for Milky Wilky. Yeah. So I had that thing, courage, on my mind. And I thought that like that was my first webinar. What is being courageous? And from there, I named the website after that first webinar and after the book. And since then, we've been looking at topics on leadership around courage. Because leaders, we define leadership as creating a future that we want to see. A future that involves the people that are going to be impacted. And to do something like that is not going to be easy because you have to come out of your comfort zone. So courage is a big deal when it comes to leadership. Yeah, and we surely are going to be needed quality leaders of good character in our future. So, you know, the work that you're doing is just so valuable. What kinds of struggles did you come up with when you were working towards your dream of this type of coaching? I think I learned a lot of life lessons as an adult. And as a lecturer, I was exposed to a really great leadership course. And in teaching the university students, you know, it always occurred to me, if I could get them a little younger at a teenage level, then I might be able to help them navigate a little more. So I decided to go after teens in terms of letting them be exposed to this sort of work and not have to wait until they're adults to get mm. in contact with it. Yeah, and I know the one topic you explore, the study skills, there was a group of teachers talking the other night. I think you were there when they were talking about the kids not really knowing how to study. That is a surprising thing to me, but not taking homework home. That school is trying to do some kind of alternative office and accept the fact that they're not doing homework at home. So what can we do? But I know you do a workshop on study skills. Study skills, yeah, because yeah. I agree like, with what you said in that we assume that a student should know what to do. But the reality is that if you were never taught how to reinforce what you learned, then how do you know? So yeah. some people figure it out. I had my big sister who loved to study, so I was able to follow her. But many people have no one to expose them to, you know, mm -hmm. how to study. Yeah, have a place to study, have your area, have your pencils, take proper notes so you know exactly what to do. That's a big thing, and that's been a deteriorating thing for a long time. Since I've been teaching, I've been seeing that go down. Part of it I attribute to two parents who are working, one parent who may be holding two jobs who doesn't have mm -hmm. the time to reinforce the concept of study skills and how important right. it is to stay up on it, you know? But I, I thought that that was a very good workshop you offered. At my last workshop, when I asked like how many students who passed going to the class, 
in terms of picking up that book and reading on their own. And I had like 50%. Yeah. So 50% things that going to class is enough. Wow. Yeah. You know, hearing it said, and then yeah. 50% will say that they go a little further and study. So do you interact with the students after the workshop? Do you get feedback about what they found useful, if they've implemented any of your tips? I usually do a feedback form at the end of the workshops, mm-hmm. and then they have my WhatsApp number. So from yeah. time to time, I'll get a message. As yeah. well as I have the weekly group coaching classes where I might have a few from mm-hmm. those workshops there. Mm-hmm. Who they will tell me or their parents might tell me. And I think it's so good to include the parents in it because that is where the structure is going to come from, from the parents. And if they don't even know it, they may assume that their child really knows how to study and be very surprised mm-hmm. that they don't, you know. So for study skills, for sure, we need parent support at home in terms of finding a place to study and giving that child or that person enough time to study. But it goes beyond study skills. Coaching in general, for teens especially, we need the support of parents because coaching doesn't just happen at the time that we meet. They have actions to complete and they need the support of parents to complete those actions. It's all about going after your dream, your desire, your goal. And it can't happen in our session that we meet. Action takes place after and support is needed by people in their lives. Yeah, right. So to our bloomers out there, are people who are working on their dreams and their goals and maybe they are procrastinating or putting it off or just they think it's too late and it's not worth it, got anything to say to them? I would say start from the point of knowing that you're an unrepeatable miracle, no matter what age, that you're an unrepeatable miracle, a gift, your gift to the world. So what is that gift within you that is, you know, like that burning desire that you want to bring out into the world? You're probably rubbing somebody of it by holding it back. So at any age, if there's this burning desire, then give yourself the grace of allowing yourself to experience it. It's not always going to be like, more I could do this. It might mean doing like an audit of where I am now to see the type of skills or the people I might need to contact to get it done. But it's like, it's not even your right to hold it in. That's a dream planted in you for the world. For the world. Yeah. And that's where we're going to leave this off. That's a perfect place to end. You are an unrepeatable repeatable miracle. miracle. I like that. I like that. I do hope you do publish that book one day because that's a winner. Of course. Yeah, for sure. Yes. (laughs) All right. For those people listening, everything you need to know how to contact Dr. Andrea is right in the podcast page. The links, a little bit more about her background, exactly what she does. Go to her website, check it out. And uh, thank you so much. This has been interesting. Thank you so much. 